Hi, friend. Welcome to the Faith and Freedom Podcast with Francis Bella. I am your host, Francis. And on this podcast, I talk about what it looks like to live an abundant life like Jesus talked about. I believe in order to do that, we must first know our identity in Christ by finding out who God says we are and by being rooted and established and confident in God's love for us. Lastly, I believe that we need to allow God to heal the broken pieces of our story so that we can fully walk in the freedom that God has for us. My hope is that as we lean into God's word together, we are strengthened, encouraged, and grow in our faith so we can truly walk in all the fullness that is found in Christ. So let's get into it. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the podcast. I have been gone all week, so haven't had a moment to record until today. Um, but I thought about this message um, a few days ago. I had posted on my Instagram about some mineral deficiencies um, and how mineral deficiencies can cause anxiety. And I, it got me thinking because I, if you know, or you've heard my intro on the podcast and I did go through a very, um, to me, it felt like a very, very long uh, season of anxiety. And when I finally got to see a naturopath, um, they had all these testings done and I was deficient in um, quite a few different minerals. And if you look at the, um, the what ca- what the symptoms of these mineral deficiencies could cause, um, it had things like anxiety, depression. And um, so I had posted it on my stories and I was like, if you um, if you are going through anxiety, look into your mineral levels because it could not be, it might not be that you have childhood trauma that you need to work through or um, something, you know, deeper. It could be that you're just, um, you know, deficient. You're not feeding yourself what you need to feed yourself. And so your body is reacting in a certain way. And um, I got reminded about this story and I read about it this morning and I was like, oh my gosh, I, t- I, I'm, I think I need to speak about this because I thought about the story and it's in First Kings chapter 19. So I'm going to read it with you or if you, I'm going to read it to you. And I'm going to um, just highlight a couple things that I feel like there is some practical concepts to pull from here. And I want to set the stage a little bit. So this is Elijah. And um, Elijah, at this time of chapter 19, where I'm going to be reading, Elijah had just finished slaughtering 450 prophets of Baal. Um, He, at that time, it was King Ahab was king, and he is like the most evil king that there was. His wife was Jezebel. And um, they had set up all these temples um, to worship all. And um, Elijah like stood up to King Ahab and he slaughtered 450 of their prophets. And so now um, 
this have just finished happening. And we are in First Kings chapter 19, verse 1. And it says, Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. Verse 3, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there, while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. He came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. How many of us have ever said that? Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. All at once, an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals, a jar of water and a jar of water. He ate and drank. He ate and drank and then he laid down again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First of all, Elijah had just finished having 450 prophets of Baal slaughtered. And prior to that, he had prophesied to King Ahab that there would be no rain until he said, so now it's been a few years, okay, it's been some time later. And after he slaughtered all those Baal prophets, he sent rain and the storm came. Okay, so he had just called down rain. He had killed all these people. And now he's scared because Jezebel is threatening his life. But more than that, he was tired. And I think a lot of the times we can create problems in our life or issues in our life and make them so much bigger than what they actually are because we are tired. So is there something in your life that right now God is saying, I am God, I'm going to take care of it rest, go to sleep. <laughs> I find it funny kind of because I'm like, he he's obviously exhausted, right? He's slaughtering all these people, calling rain from heaven. And so he's, he's sleeping and God so graciously is like, Elijah, he sends an angel, get up and eat. How many of you, maybe you're not feeding your body correctly. I know it sounds mind-blowing, right? But in a busy, hurried lifestyle that so many of us live in, are we actually nourishing our bodies? And with that whole magnesium, I was, um, magnesium, that's one of the minerals that I was deficient in. That's why I bring it up. But, you know, when we're not feeding our body and we are not nourished, caring for our body, we're not nourishing it the way we're supposed to, we're not, um, you know, resting the way that we're supposed to, things like issues in our lives become so much more magnified. And I think this is so practical in the sense that God is like, you need to rest. You need to eat. Um, in verse seven, he's like, when the angel of the Lord touched him, he said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. Sometimes the journey that we are on is heavy. I'm not taken away from the difficulty, but Greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. 
And if you are going through a season right now where maybe you have, you know, you're just anxious or you're like, you are living, you know, you are burning the candle at both ends, so to speak. God is inviting you to rest. And I just want to encourage you if there is, maybe you're like, I can't rest. I'm a single mom. I have to work two jobs to provide, you know, for my family. And I mean, we all have different, um, you know, situations, but I just want to encourage you to take some time and ask God, how, how can you rest? Maybe it's cutting certain things out of your life that will make space for more rest. Maybe it's just pre-planning that, that you need to just plan better time management so that you can set yourself up to, to show up for yourself, to show up for your family in a better way. And there's just, it's just practical things. And God, God doesn't make it so that it's like hard to understand, right? God wants us to rest. He wants us to nourish our bodies so that we can be the best for ourselves, so that we can serve our family, serve others, and serve him and not be overwhelmed by the things that can easily consume us um, if we weren't taking that time to take care of ourselves. So um, I want to just end this quick little thought-provoking message with um, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying at a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I think the bigger picture is, um, number one, God is faithful to provide. And if you are seeking him first, if you are putting him first, there is provision in his calling and he will meet those needs. Another thing that I'm highlighting on just of the verse 34, where it says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. When we're worried about tomorrow, we take the joy out of the today. And God does not want us to be anxious and waste our life worrying when he has taken care of it. He is going to provide. He will fulfill his promises to you, my friend. You just have to keep him first and provision is part 
of being a child of God. And we can rejoice in that. So no matter where you find yourself today, maybe you're in a season of difficulty or of you feel you are in a season of lack. Um, I'm just going to pray a special prayer for you today and um, to stand in agreement with you. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for the hearts that have come to listen to this because they want to hear what you might have to say. I pray that you would encourage their hearts, God, that wherever they may be listening, Lord, that they would sense your presence, that they would sense your comfort. I ask that whatever they may be going through, God, that you would just give them a peace that surpasses all understanding, God. I pray for abundant provision, God, where there is lack. I pray there there be an abundance, God. I pray most of all that you would give them peace over their minds, over their hearts, that you would cover them, cover their families, God, so that you may be glorified in and through their lives and that they would walk in faith towards all that you have for them. In Jesus' name. Thanks so much for joining me today, friend. Until next time, take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today, friend. If this episode was encouraging, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me a message on my website at francisllv.com. And if you think it might be encouraging to someone you know, feel free to share it also. If you like and subscribe, it would mean the world to me as that makes it visible for new listeners to find us. So thank you so much and we will see you next time.